Chapter Four of Twenty Minutes Late by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four: A Pretty State of Things. But berries and squirrels and bright leaves had some way lost their charm for the entire party. Let us go away as soon as we can, Rufus said. I don't believe I ever want to come to these woods again. I shouldn't think you would," said Caroline significantly. She could not help this one reference to his unfaithfulness. However, once away from that particular spot, Rufus proved to be not so much in a hurry. He roved off after a squirrel or a bird, or sometimes only a queer-looking flying bug. Also, he climbed a tree in search of a deserted bird's nest, and dashed into a thicket after a peculiar kind of walking stick, getting himself entangled in such a way that Ben had to go to his rescue, and it was a work of time to release his jacket without leaving a piece of it on the thorn bush. Do come on, said Caroline at last, losing patience entirely. We shall be late for the train, and I'm sure I cannot walk home tonight if I never reach there. Are you very tired? Ben asked, looking anxiously at her. The truth was, he was not accustomed to hearing his sister speak in that manner my head aches a little she said evasively this was a mild statement of the truth as a matter of fact her head ached so badly it seemed to her she could not get home the fright about daisy and the anxiety afterward lest the frail little girl should take cold had reacted upon her in this manner and as she was unused to headache it was all the harder to bear this last has been too much for you said ben then raising his voice he spoke with authority come rufus you must not hinder us any longer if we miss that train i don't know how line will get home she certainly cannot walk miss the train said rufus in contempt more likely we shall have to sit in that old shed at the junction and wait for half an hour it isn't near train time look at the sun I should think it would be a great deal better to take it slowly and use up the time on the road. Nevertheless, he left off chasing the last squirrel and walked quietly along toward the junction. But squirrels and other creatures had taken more time than they had planned. Arrived at the junction, Ben went at once to make inquiries and returned with a disturbed face. Here is a pretty state of things, he said that train has been gone twenty minutes gone echoed rufus what does that mean they have changed their time no they haven't changed their time we have wasted our time over squirrels and things said ben in a greater state of vexation than he often allowed himself to exhibit caroline as soon as she heard the news had dropped in a dismayed heap on the ground as if to say that to take another step was out of the question what is to be done i should like to know said ben it will not be possible for these girls to walk home they won't have to walk answered rufus in a vexed tone nor we either there's no need of being so cross about it all we have to do is to wait half an hour or so for the freight it takes on an accommodation car here that folks can ride on there it stands now, and all that we have to do is to sit here and wait until the train comes. Why, we need not do that. 
we can go right into the car and seat ourselves it will be a comfortable place to wait in when is the train due asked caroline oh about six o'clock or so oh dear mother will be so frightened murmured caroline wouldn't it be better to walk walk echoed rufus in disdain you just said you couldn't take another step and i'm sure i'm tired enough to drop you don't catch me walking home tonight if i wait till midnight for a train six o'clock isn't late i'm sure you ought not to walk said ben anxiously but i might and let mother know what has happened only of course i should not get there much before the train will of course you wouldn't rufus said promptly not as soon as the train i dare say how long does it take a steam car to run three miles just then a horse came dashing down the road drawing a single carriage with a lady and gentleman in whoa said mr holden sharply to the horse why here is a troop of our friends have you missed the train that is bad what is to be done ben explained while the lady called caroline to her side and heard part of the story we might take daisy between us said mr holden in reply to ben's anxiety about her we have room for a small mouse of that size have we not alice oh yes indeed his sister said she could ride between them as well as not and they were going directly home now all their calls were made then daisy can report for your house and we will call at mrs kedwin's to let her know that her young people are all right so daisy was cuddled into the carriage the gay robe tucked carefully about her caroline explaining anxiously meanwhile to the lady what a narrow escape the child had had and how much afraid they were of her taking cold she will be as warm as a kitten behind the stove said miss alice kissing her charge and snugging her closer i shall keep her carefully covered and we shall be home before it is much colder then they drove away and caroline drew a long sigh of relief i'm so glad that daisy does not have to wait in the cold till after six o'clock she said mother will know what to do to keep her from taking cold for some reason rufus did not like to hear any reference to the accident and he muttered that they ought not to have taken such a little molly coddle as that on a day's tramp the tramp was all right said ben but the wedding was pretty hard on a little girl we know you meant no harm rufus but the trouble we have had was not daisy's fault when ben spoke in that tone rufus always wished he had kept still oh well there was no harm done he said crossly i don't think you need to keep harping on it all the while come on fanny let us get into the car but just then came a pair of fine horses prancing down the road hold on said rufus let us first see who it is in this carriage what a splendid carriage it is only look at those horses that old nag mr holden drives is only a bundle of bones beside them that's mr staunton he's a great railroad man you know as he spoke the carriage drew up in front of the station briggs said a gentleman putting his head out of the carriage and speaking to one of the railroad men in front of the switch have you a boy about here that i can get to take a package out to the brooks farm 
there's not a boy about sir to-night but myself and i'm on duty that's bad said the gentleman i haven't time to drive there i'm due at home this moment and he looked at his watch then his eye fell upon ben and rufus here are boys he said which of you two wants to earn a dollar i'll pay that to the one who will carry this small package to the brooks farm for me at once ben looked at rufus but rufus shook his head i'm not your boy he said promptly the brooks farm's as good as two miles from here and i've tramped all day and am tired besides i should miss the train and have to foot it home three miles more i'll go sir said ben speaking briskly as soon as he discovered that rufus did not want the job why ben said caroline in a low voice can you of course i can i'd walk more than five miles to-night to earn a dollar it is a good cool moonlight evening and i'd as lives take the tramp as not i'm not so very tired then you are my man said mr staunton heartily you are the widow bryant's boy are you not i thought so i can trust you the package is rather valuable now said ben when the carriage rolled away i'll leave line in your care rufus see that you get her home all right old fellow it's a wonder you will trust me said rufus half sulkily if you have heard of the dog in the manger you will understand rufus's state of mind he did not want to take the trouble to earn the dollar himself and at the same time he did not want ben to have it just his luck he could not help muttering as he turned away to pick up the lunch basket if there is any money errand he is sure to get it and if there is a fellow in the world who needs money it is i he was so used to that kind of muttering that positively his own folly did not occur to him ben laughed good-naturedly you can't do anything very dangerous to line i guess you see i trust her where i won't you or myself either now i'm off you are sure that is the car are you wouldn't you better ask before you take seats in it no i wouldn't said rufus of course it is the car didn't i come up in it last week from that same brook farm and i wish you joy of your journey there it is the roughest road a fellow ever walked you'll earn your dollar i can tell you all right said ben i want to earn it of course all the same i call it capital pay for taking a walk on a pleasant evening i wish you were right side up line and mother knew it you'd like no better fun than to go with me it would be pretty nice said line vainly trying to smile but feeling that her head ached so that it was hard to answer you are used up said ben pausing long enough to give her an anxious look i don't believe mother will approve of pleasure excursions when she hears daisy's story and sees you i shall be all right as soon as i get to bed said caroline bravely it is only a headache you know on account of the fright what a set of grannies rufus said in confidence to his sister i don't believe there was the least mite of danger if daisy hadn't been a little goose she would have scrambled out of there in no time oh no rufus cadwin said fanny you needn't say that you know you were scared about her yourself 
your face looked white when you saw where she was pooh said rufus you go to making a fuss about nothing now i never did see such a set and for fully five minutes after they had taken their seats in the car silence reigned caroline at once laid her aching head upon the seat and was glad to be still and fanny considered herself ill-treated and was silent while rufus nursed his ill-humor only however until a new thought struck him i say fanny he began forgetting his vexation in the new idea this would be a good time to go over to auntie brockway's and get some of those apples she promised us we couldn't walk over there said fanny doubtfully i should like to know why we couldn't don't you go to being a molly coddle said this consistent young gentleman forgetting entirely that he was a few minutes ago too tired to take an extra step it is not a bit over a quarter of a mile from the switch we could just have time to get there and back it would be ever so much less stupid than staying here doing nothing but we couldn't leave caroline well i should think she could sit still on the seat until we get back or lie still who do you suppose would come in and try to carry her off fanny looked over at her thoughtfully i believe she is asleep she said i thought line was stronger than that but rufus ben put her in our care no he didn't he said he would trust her where he wouldn't me he thinks he knows everything and she knows the rest fanny kedwin i'm going for apples are you coming or not maybe we will miss the train his sister said still hesitating maybe the moon is made of green cheese rufus said indignantly can you think of anything else to hinder us once for all i say i'm going you can come or not just as you please saying which he began to dispose of the few dishes and napkins left in the lunch basket by making a package of them to put in caroline's seat fanny turned to line say line we are going to run over to auntie brockaway's we'll be back in a few minutes caroline made no reply and her regular breathing told plainly that if she heard them at all she wove their words in as part of her dream she's asleep said rufus and will stay so till we get back come on we don't have more than time to get there and back he seized the empty basket and started dumping the bundle he had made at caroline's side as he passed fanny gave a lingering look at the sleeping girl and followed her brother out of the car i hope she won't wake up while we are gone she said she will be scared to find herself alone not she said rufus taking long strides down the road in the direction of auntie brockaway's she isn't one of the scared kind except where daisy is concerned they do make such a little baby of her it does put me out of all patience but i'll risk line waking up before we get back she looked as though she had started out for an all-night job End of chapter 4